Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. When were the... What school's up? Who decides what the next... Where's that story? Why they keep the loop? What is this? It's Curious City. Where WBEZ answers your questions... About Chicago, the region, and its people. Hi, I'm reporter Chris Bentley. We get lots of questions about the Chicago area's built environment. Our bridges, our buildings, our trains... And we've gotten dozens that might owe to the fact that many of you tune in while driving. No wonder, then, that today's question is about traffic. Even if traffic is not a personal hell for you, you might want to perk up because traffic affects everyone. There's pollution and public safety problems for pedestrians or bicyclists, and it can be expensive. Just think about how much time and fuel was wasted in the Chicago area alone. Funny enough, in 2011, the Texas Transportation Institute put a number on that. And that's $6.2 billion, with a B, dollars. And that ranked third of all of the urban areas that we looked at. This is Bill Isley, senior research engineer with the Institute. That works out to about $1,200 per auto commuter per year in terms of wasted time and fuel. Okay, on to a specific traffic question that has an interesting twist. It comes from Esther Bowen who commutes from Chicago's Bucktown neighborhood to her job at Argonne National Laboratory, southwest of the city. The drive usually takes her about 45 minutes. A long time, but she says she's not complaining. I feel like a terrible commute is is only terrible to the person who's living it. Instead, Esther, who works in Argonne's soil and groundwater sampling division, takes it all in with a scientific curiosity. She asked us this question. What are the factors that affect traffic in the Chicagoland region on kind of daily, weekly, and seasonal time cycles. We're going to answer Esther's question with the help of commuters we interviewed at the O'Hare Oasis rest stop off I-294. If you're crawling through traffic right now, maybe they can help share your pain. We'll go through the four biggest causes and how they dovetail with daily life. And yep, we'll let you know when travel times are the worst. First up, the biggest cause. Congestion. Or just too many people driving the same road at the same time. Chicago is really no different than the rest of the nation when it comes down to it. Uh, Things that uh, affect us here in Chicago uh, would be basically a a limitation in infrastructure. That's Steve Travia, the Chicago Area Engineer of Operations for the Illinois Department of Transportation, or IDOT. The the facilities that we operate, whether it's the interstates, uh, other freeways, or even our arterial highway network, They only have so much capacity. They can only handle so many cars. There's only so much real estate, and they're congested because there's more users than we have capacity for on those highway networks. Nationally, these bottlenecks account for 40% of bad traffic. In Chicago, traffic delays got worse by 10% between 2006 and 2011, according to the most recent data available from the Texas Transportation Institute. Rush hours here can eat up most of the day. IDOT's data show traffic's at least 5% above average from 6 a.m. until about 8 p.m. 
which might explain commuter Rafi Syed's estimate of when Chicago traffic's the worst. Always, like, it's so frustrating because you're uh, one and a half hour, you're only 15 miles, I take an hour and a half, so it's so frustrating. The worst hours? On average, our area expressways are most crowded from 7 to 8 in the morning and from 3 to 5 in the afternoon. That later rush hour is usually heavier than the morning one, except on Fridays. All weekdays see heavy traffic, but IDOT says the worst on average is Thursday. Okay, so after just the sheer number of cars on any given road, what's the second most powerful contributor to traffic? Accidents. If there's an unexpected delay in a time that I've chosen outside those boundaries, it's usually a car accident or somebody streaking on the freeway. Truck driver Kim Louise is right about the accidents, not so much about the streakers. Apart from the human tragedy they can cause, accidents are responsible for about 25% of slowdowns. And they can have ripple effects on traffic. Here's IDOT's Steve Travia. For about every minute uh, you have an incident blocking a lane, you end up looking at uh, about three minutes of congestion, four minutes of congestion. So clearing that incident quickly matters to the lingering longer-term effect of congestion on a roadway. Additionally, you look at about a 3% per minute uh, chance of having a secondary crash. For numbers three and four, there's an adage bandied about in Chicago, as well as in Boston and some other northern cities. Oh, yeah, there's two seasons in Chicago. There's, uh, you know, uh, winter and then there's construction. That's Tim Minch, a Naperville-based limo driver on his way to O'Hare. And that old joke has some truth to it. The third and fourth largest contributors to traffic are... Weather. Construction. Weather accounts for 15% of bad traffic, and construction, 10%. Most construction takes place in the summer, as do a lot of road trips. So overall, summer is the worst time of year for traffic. Even though winter weather can definitely freeze up Chicago expressways, too. One more thing. Our question asker, Esther Bowen, also wondered about the less obvious causes of traffic. Here's Bill Isley again from the Texas Transportation Institute. There is a correlation with congestion levels and, and the economy. Uh, there certainly is a relationship, and we see that. And we have trends that go back by urban area back to 1982, and if you look at some of those relationships, you'll see where the recession hit, for example, in 07, 08. So traffic says a lot more about us than when we decide to leave for work. It can reveal societal trends, like the state of the economy and where people live. Take commuter Jerry Scott, who travels 45 miles each way to her job. Last Monday, she was on her way back to the south suburb of Chicago Heights from her catering job at O'Hare International Airport. I wish I could find a job close by my house, but I'm not able to find one. I haven't been looking, though, so. You see how it is now? And it's full something. So I'm going to sit and eat my tacos, so I think maybe about a half an hour. <laughs> Is it going to get better? No, they don't get no better. I'm just going to sit and relax. That's it. I ain't in no rush right now, so hey. So if you're in traffic right now, take a cue from Scott. Relax as much as possible. It might not be much solace while you're trapped in a traffic jam, but you can at least be glad to know you have somewhere to go. Thanks to Esther Bowen, our question asker, who has started carpooling a few days a week. And she feels knowing a little more about traffic patterns helps her cope with congested roadways. It's not so stressful when you expect it, she says. Reporting this week came from me, Chris Bentley, with help from Jesse Dukes. 
Curious City was founded by Jennifer Brandel, WBEZ, AIR, and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism. Curious City on WBEZ is supported by New Belgium Brewing, which believes some of our best and most memorable times come from slowing down, taking it easy, and letting it all sink in. Enjoy a Slow Ride Session IPA at New Belgium's Slow Ride Sessions, opportunities crafted to give a reprieve from the hustle. New Belgium and Good Beer Hunting are partnering with Chicago's best artisans and makers to share their practices in intimate, hands-on sessions, giving folks a chance to check out from their day-to-day and enjoy learning something meaningful over a few beers. Learn more at newbelgium.com. Coming up on WBEZ's Curious City, Michael Jordan. Before basketball was played on the ground in Chicago, and now here comes this guy, and he's like 10 feet in the air. That's what MJ did for the sport, but what did he do for Chicago? Next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Before we start the show, we here at Curious City want to let you in on a little-known fact about WBEZ. 89% of all our funding comes from community support, including contributions from curious listeners like you. If this program has changed how you see Chicago, please consider supporting this program at wbez.org curious. Thank you.